all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by Small Cases. Invest in ready-made portfolios created by professionals. Good morning. The Diwali weekend is finally here. And on behalf of everyone here at Bloomberg Quint, I wish you joy and prosperity in the new year. This is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 25th of October. To the top news first, a Bharatiya Janta Party-led government will return to power in Maharashtra but with a weaker majority. In Haryana, meanwhile, it is heading for a hung assembly after no one secured a clear majority. The BJP's performance in both states was worse than in previous assembly elections in 2014. In Maharashtra, the BJP Shiv Sena alliance looks set to win 161 out of the 288 seats. That's lower than the 185-seat tally that they had gotten last time. In Haryana, where there appears to be a stalemate, the BJP is likely to win 40 seats, which is lower than last time's 47. The Congress is likely to get 31 seats, resulting in the hung assembly. India is considering a tax cut for individuals as the government looks to boost consumer demand and economic growth. That's according to a Bloomberg report. The government is considering a proposal to hike the taxable income limits, especially the above 10 lakh rupee slab, which currently attracts a rate of 30%. The move will be accompanied, however, by a scrapping of some tax SOPs, including the one offered on house rent payments and interest earned on some bank deposits. The measures may form a part of the budget, which, as you know, is unveiled in February. Bank credit growth remained subdued in the latest fortnight despite the government's efforts to ease access to credit through loan fares. Net bank credit in the fortnight ended October the 11th grew 8.84% according to data released by the Reserve Bank of India. This is similar to the growth of 8.79% reported in the previous fortnight. Deposit growth stood at 9.7% in the last fortnight, which is marginally above the credit growth. In the automotive space, Maruti Suzuki India is saying that it will not commercially launch an electric vehicle for personal use next year, citing lack of infrastructure and government support. The company, which had earlier announced plans to launch an electric car based on the Wagoner platform by 2020, said by next year the vehicle will be at a stage where it can go into the next stage of trials and testing. In other news, the head of KKR & Co's lending business in India, B.V. Krishnan, is leaving the company amid a period of turmoil in India's debt markets. Sanjay Nair, who heads KKR's India unit, will also manage the lending business, according to a statement from the company. The resignation comes at a time when rating agency Crystal is warning of a spike in non-performing assets in non-banking finance companies. In international news, Australia is seemingly rushing into another debt-fueled property binge. Three interest rate cuts that have taken mortgage rates to a record low and a loosening of lending curbs have sent buyers sprinting back to the housing market. At the current growth rate, Sydney home prices could recoup two years of losses and be back at record highs as soon as May. 
In the U.S., Donald Trump's former national security adviser, John Bolton, is likely to be called in as a witness in the intensifying House impeachment inquiry. And no one, including the president, can be sure of what he'll say. Multiple witnesses have testified that Bolton, who was kicked out of the White House last month, expressed open contempt for efforts to seek politically motivated investigations from Ukraine that are now at the heart of the House investigation. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended mixed, with the Nasdaq and the S&P 500 ending higher by 0.8 and 0.2% respectively, and the Dow losing a tenth of a percent. Asian markets are all higher at this point, but gains are muted. We'll have to see how things pan out when the rest of Asia opens up. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How are we looking today? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. Overall, global queues are muted at this point of time and the SCX Nifty is also indicating a muted outlook. But uh, lots of earnings today among the Nifty companies, State Bank of India and Tata Motors will report numbers. Among other results, there is Jubilant Life, Reliance Capital, SH Kilkar, Strides Pharma, HDFC AMC, Marico, Tata Coffee and Shriram City Union Finance to name a few. In terms of results announced, ITC revenues were in line with estimates. The PAT was boosted by lower tax and other income. The 3% cigarette volume growth in a, was good in a challenging environment and higher than estimates. But the cigarette growth has been steady, but rural slowdown hurt the FMCG business. High double-digit revenue growth was seen on the hotel and the agri-business. Interglobe Aviation, the results were below estimates. They reported a loss due to MTM as well as increased in maintenance costs. The reassessment of aircraft maintenance contract impacted the financials. The management says that the maintenance costs are expected to recur over the next two to three quarters. Indigo also lowered its capacity growth guidance for FY20 to 25% from 30%. Sterlite Tech results were in line with estimates on weak demand from China and India. Dip in China was largely on account of slowing down after a massive 4G build-out and dip in India was weakened demand from Jio and other incumbents deferring their capex in investment. The management has given a cautious outlook and they expect the second half profitability to be lower than the first half. Colgate results were operationally weak. The operating profit was dented due to increased ad spends. The volume growth of 4% was in line with estimates and gross margins were flat due to relaunch with high-priced formulation. United Spirits results were below estimates on lower revenue growth and margin. The supply chain disruption in the Scotch portfolio impacted growth. The gross margin was under pressure, led by input cost inflation and the working capital further deteriorated. Sriram Transport revenue growth was aided by better NIMS, while AUM growth was weak. The NPA formation and credit cost increased sequentially. PNB housing results were in line with estimates with stable asset quality. The profits were impacted by higher credit costs and the spread outlook is encouraging with likely moderation in loan growth. And Astral Poly strong results aided by the pipe division. The margin improvement was aided by lower raw material cost and the adhesive business reported softer sales with contraction in margin. Among the other stocks to watch, uh, Hexaware, Tata, Alexian Union Bank will be out of FNO from the Jan series. Bandhan Bank board approved increasing shareholder limits for F foreign portfolio investors from 24% to 49% and Apollo Tricode Tubes in which Fidelity bought in 3.3% stake in the company. The promoter was the seller. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloombuckquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks Darshan.
And as always, thank you all for listening in. Once again, from all of us here at Bloomberg Quint, here's wishing you a very happy Dipavali. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great weekend. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.